pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 324. Today I'm going to chat with Tim Keel from Shallow Tech. Discuss LA Sheriff's stripping someone's Second Amendment rights, highlight the fire stick from Federal, and talk about an unlikely Thanksgiving tradition that started with a wrong number. I am your host, Ava Flannell. Tim, how are you doing? Not bad. How are you today? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if people can tell, but like I can't move my mouth as much because I had my wisdom teeth pulled, which is perfect timing because tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And I'm so glad that there's no video on this podcast. I don't know what I'm going to do for Pew Pew panel because it's so weird. Normally, I don't swell up that much or if I do, it like kind of goes away. I am so swollen. I literally I look like my face looks like I gained like 15 pounds right now. So I'm sure a lot of relatives that haven't seen me in a while, they're going to be like, oh, cool. She got fat. And then also wonder, maybe it looks like I got a bunch of Botox or something. Why I can't move my mouth? I don't know. <laughs> Did they at least give you like a uh, recovery time? Like, can we plan in a day or three days? Or... They said a few days because honestly, I was kind of out of it when they were telling me everything. I got to look at the list and see. But I just kind of assumed that I'd be drinking soup while everyone else is eating turkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can hit the broth. Do I know. Stuff and be I know. I was like, well, that's great. But I also have an easier week, so that's why I planned this week. But here I am. And also, I have to say, I have 23 people coming to my house tomorrow. And I actually just ran out this morning to get a turkey breast because I'm like, I don't know if the turkey is going to be big enough and if it's going to feed. And I always worry that I'm not going to have enough food. But the amount of food that I'm cooking, like at first I'm like, well, you know, if you're going to have 10 people and you're making a lot, what's 10 more? And now I'm just like, all right, maybe I overdid it. And I don't know. I mean, I'm, you know, bringing some extra tables and chairs and stuff for everyone to be able to sit. And luckily I have a pretty big house. And the reason why I bought such a big house is one, because of the sunlight, but two, because I wanted to host parties. But I'm just like, all right, maybe I overdid it. And then on top of that, can't really move my mouth. So here we are. <laughs> well, they, uh, the only thing I can think to say is better you than me. No. Um, I, no. I consider myself a, uh, a socialite. Like I love the center of attention. I love hosting parties. I love, you know, kind of, but when I'm done, yeah, off, I don't want anyone around. So yeah. Having 23 people at my house. Sounds more like a nightmare. Yeah, so. I know. I get it. I get it. Well, we'll talk more about Thanksgiving here towards the end of the show. But in the meantime, BSF Barrels. If you want to give your AR or bolt gun an upgrade, definitely check out BSF barrels. Their barrels are the same weight class as low-profile barrels, but because of the carbon fiber sleeving, they're rigid like a bolt barrel, so they're incredibly accurate as well. The barrels are turned down to low profiles, but then the roll-wrapped carbon fiber sleeve, it loads it under tension to give you that heavy barrel rigidity without the weight. 95% of the carbon fiber doesn't touch the barrel, so it doesn't affect accuracy and it has ventilation slots to cool the barrel faster. The result is it performs like a heavy barrel without the extra weight. If you want to get any of these barrels or any of their other accessories online, head on over to bsfbarrels.com 
And remember to use the code ELITE15, all one word, and that's going to get you 15% off. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. All right, Shallow Tech. So, Tim, really excited to have you on. I found out about Shallow Tech when I went to TriggerCon, and your guys' stuff was like one of my favorites. I just really enjoyed it. But before we talk about Shallow Tech and all of the stuff that they make for guns, Tell me a little bit about your background. We talked briefly before the show. You said that you've been in the industry for about 20 years, which is really impressive. Just kind of tell me like how, you know, what led you and got you into the industry? Because of that job, I bought my first gun. Now, of course, I'd shot guns as a kid, you know, go out to the range with dad, that sort of thing. But I got my first gun, my own, through that business. I had a coyote job that I had to do. And of course, not knowing anything about guns or what calibers or whatever. I ended up going to the gun store, doing the dance, buying the wrong gun, and going out to do the job. And it turned it into one of those, okay, this didn't do what I needed it to do, so I'm going to do a little investigation. I have to and ask. It, well, I just have to ask, what, what did you buy out of curiosity? Okay. I, I actually, I bought two gifts. I bought one for me and I bought one for a uh, co-worker. And so we would both have something on this coyote job. Yeah. And I bought a Savage uh, 12 BBSS in 220 Swift. My thought was super fast, super lightweight uh, bullet. I mean, like straight as straight as a laser. And then I bought a 4570 lever action. I went to the exact opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> so I had both ends covered. I had absolutely nothing in the middle. And that Savage, believe it or not, was probably one of the most accurate off-the-shelf guns that I've ever ever touched it was just truly fun mm-hmm. but i mean 25 years ago it still took a second mortgage to feed the gun 220 mm-hmm. swift is not common mm-hmm. can't just go into walmart and pick it up so i ended up regrettingly getting rid of that rifle years but that's where my introduction in the firearms world started and this was pre-2008 2008 the economy crashed the business went away all in yards and I found myself literally out of a job looking for something to do. And I walked into a gun store, saw a sign hanging over the counter that said gunsmith on duty. And I hadn't played around with my stuff, mounting scopes, doing the standard, um, you know, at home type gunsmithing stuff. And I was like, man, I really want to try that. I, that's an interest that I have. Came back the next day, met with the gunsmith, and immediately he and I hit it off. He told me flat out that I did not want to get into the gunsmith. It was the worst experience. And of course, the man's made a career about it. But, yeah. Um, and that got me in, basically. Went to his shop later that week. He set a revolver down in front of me, completely tore apart, and said, go ahead, put it back together. And I put it back together. And he looked puzzled, like, how did you do that? You don't... if if you don't know what you're doing, how did you put that back together? And I just, I didn't have an answer for him. I was just like, well, I, I figured it out. Then he brought me a 1911 to put together, which was kind of like morbid. Like, I don't understand how anyone can't put a 1911 together. Mm-hmm. So it didn't seem like a step up. Mm-hmm. It felt more like a step down. And that was it. Since that day, 
Uh, he kind of took me under his wing, gave me a couple of years worth of like actual experience and not only working with guns, but also customers knowing what jobs to take and what jobs to pass along. That's so I spent a good decade doing nothing but gunsmith, building rifles, doing Cerakote, repairing old guns. Um, so it kind of gave me a real, real wide variety of things that I've taken apart, uh, you know, from a $9 junk gun from grandma's drawer that she wanted to have repaired all the way up to, you know, HKP7s or transferable crepes, uh, you know, like 100% across the board. I've been able to put my hands on, understand how it works, kind of really got into building precision rifles for a while. It's just the depth of knowledge that I've picked up just being a gunsmith, also having an interest in this industry. That's kind of where it all started. Also worked retail at a gun counter for a couple of years. So like I, I've been on both sides of the gun counter, if you will, as a customer and as a seller. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because that's actually how I met both of the individuals that I currently work with here at Chilotech. Matthew Jedden, he's actually one of the founders. He and I had kind of heard about each other. He was doing some gunsmithing in the next county over. I was doing the gunsmithing in, in the county that I was in. He did not have the ability to do Cerakote. He needed a guy. So came into the shop. We hit it off immediately. This is probably easily a decade ago at this point. Mm -hmm. This is Cerakote for him. Travis Brewer, the other founder of Shooting Tech, he uh, was making wallets through Matthew, because Matthew has a very heavy CNC background, a machinist background. So he was making wallets for him, and then they needed those Cerakotes. So like, I kind of got looped in, and the three of us knew each other, knew about each other, worked with each other on and off, but it was never anything solid. This is all down in Florida. And then Matthew ends up trans uh, transitioning up to Savannah, Georgia, starts working for some of the aerospace manufacturers were up here on the floor doing CNC programming, modeling, that sort of thing. And I guess the gunsmithing thing never got out of his blood. So he started doing uh, clock slides, doing cosmetics, that sort of thing. And just it took off. Next thing I know, Travis is up here. The two of them are getting together. They started doing SIG slides and doodling comp slides right after the SIG spectrum drop. And one day, sitting in the shop, I was trying to learn how to do something on CNC, not really my forte, a huge background in it. And I was having a problem. Called up the called up Matthew, said, hey, I'm trying to do uh, this problem. Or how do I fix this on this program? And that's pretty much it. Next, the, literally the next week, I drove up here, got an apartment, more or less, I just moved. I, and the three of us have been working together now. And I've been working for them, doing nothing but promoting Shalo Tech product and Shalo Tech. My title is Firearms Development. And that's the glorified way of saying, hey, wouldn't it be really cool if we made X? And then between the three of us, we figure out how to get it done. And that ultimately leads to the day that I met you out of Trigger Count with the uh, Flex Frame. So... It's interesting how the flux frame actually kind of came into existence. We were making 
a whole host of different uh, SIG slides for the P365 line of pistols, both comp and non-comp. And um, we wanted to partner with another manufacturer who makes grip modules. And we called them up and said, hey, this is who we are, this is what we do. And they more or less told us to go out and say it, to get in line like everyone else. If you want one of them, go buy one. So if it's out of stock, you wait one, get and that didn't sit well with us. So we said, all right, if we can't buy one of theirs and make a slide look good on it, we'll do it ourselves. And then we started literally going, okay, what can we do to separate ourselves from the pack? What's different? What's the thing that's missing from all the grip modules that are out there? And the SIGs absolutely knocked it out of the park. You know, the fact that you can take that FCU out and move it from frame to frame or from grip module to grip module, it's just brilliant from a marketing standpoint. It gives the end user just what they're looking for. And we decided that we were going to go even one step further with that modularity. And with the flex frame, you can change out three different FCU housings. So you can be like an X, an XL, or a double XL, which is just like it says, double XL, very long. We got three different grip module uh, magazine housings. So you can do a 10, a 12, and a 17. Uh, and all three of the different bag housings fit all three of the different FCU housings. So you can build combinations that just don't exist anywhere else. Um, and all of this is done at, you know, at the end use. The customer buys what they want, puts together what they want, or we sell complete packages too. So like they can buy a standard XL, XL rail, 17 rail mag housing. And I mean, it's just, we went one step further than what SIG, you you can say too much, too far, but we're happy with it. And so far the reception's just been absolutely amazing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to say when I shot your guys' guns on the range, I was like really impressed. I mean, you know, you take this little micro compact P365 and usually, you know, you're going to have some recoil and all of your stuff. I mean, it just it shot like butter. It was so impressive. Like it was just one of those things that after you shoot it, you're like, I need to have it. And so yeah, I, I really appreciate you saying that there's there's a, you know, in the gun world, you're always going to have your opinions. And usually the people giving those opinions think that they're facts. Yeah. Um, you know, is a thread on comp better than a comp slide? Is a X, Y, and Z better than an A, B, and C? Like, you know, there's always definitive camps, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a problem with a thread on comp. I have a problem with set screws. Like, I absolutely think it's just a, a horrible idea. And you're going to pay $100, $150 for a threaded barrel and then immediately booger up threads with a, with, you know, a set screw. I get it. It makes sense from a, you know, from a production standpoint. It does its job, but it has drawbacks. Mm-hmm. So when Sig came out with that threaded or with the uh, top slide, well, that kind of really took that problem away. Do you give up some recoil reduction? Maybe, but probably not enough to make the juice worth the squeeze. So we we kind of really went heavy with uh, making comp slides and. Um, you know, just like you say, that small version of the X comp, you know, you use a standard X barrel length, you use standard recoil assembly. All you have to do is just field strip it, mm-hmm. pull it out, put the parts back in the, the other slide, and you're off to the races. 
and it only adds something like four hundred thousandths to the overall length. So holster issues aren't usually a problem. You know, you got a lot going on there, and you get most of the benefit, even if it's not all of the benefit of running a, a threaded off cuff. Um, I know I'll upset people by saying that, and it is what it is, but we've got thousands of customers that swear by them, so it can't be all wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what's great too is, you know, I mean, regardless of people's opinions, what's nice is there's just so many things out there that people have a choice. Oh, yeah. yeah so, no you know, hands and, down, I mean, that's kind of nice. It's always nice to have choices. So, you know, whether you like A or B, you can choose between the two. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing we're leading into. We make both comp slide and not comp slides mm-hmm. to, uh, to the furthest extent. With the flux frame, do you want short, medium, long, 10, 12, 17? Do you want your thumb throttle on the left or thumb throttle on the right? You know, like we can kind of go nuts with this, and the number of SKUs that we've had to generate past year has grown just drastically. But that choice is what we're trying to get customers. So anything that can be thought of, we'll throw it on the table. If it sticks, like, you know, we'll run with it. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to take a quick break, talk about gators. Gator still has 40% off a ton of glasses right now. So now's the perfect time to upgrade your daily eyewear and range wear, which by the way, you know, you can wear the glasses every day and then just literally just go like leave your car and head on to the range because they're all mil spec rated. Um, just make sure that you use my link. I would greatly appreciate it. Yes, they're 40% off and my code will not apply my URL, but I would greatly appreciate it if you used my URL just so that Gators knows that I sent you. Skyhooks, for example, only $99. Magnums, $108. Photochromic Magnums, $153. Polarized Deltas, $135. Anti-Fog Raptors, $162 and much more. Now is definitely a great time to stock up. Also makes for excellent uh, Christmas gifts too, you know, for anybody who shoots. I guarantee these glasses will fit anyone's face. And I say that because I'm super picky about my glasses. And I've also turned a lot of people on to Gators. And everyone that I've, you know, that I've had them like try on my glasses or another pair, all of them are always sold. So it's definitely the best eyewear out there. Again, that URL is gators.com forward slash Ava15. Was everything made in-house with Shallow Tech? Yeah, yeah, it is. Of course, we do uh, have some processes that we outsource, like heat treat, black nitride, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we get in uh, bar stock. Every single op is done in-house. We even do the seracoding here as well. So it gives us the ability to control every variable. If we're not happy with, you know, a measurement that we take, um, we've got a number that we're trying to hit. We're a little above it or a little below it. We have that option of scrapping it. That can cause issues on our uh, beat times, but we'd rather have a longer beat time that deliver a subpar product. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants quality when they pay for it. And that's what we're trying to get. And don't get me wrong, from a production standpoint, I would love to be able to farm out some things, but I also 
being a control freak, I absolutely love the idea that every single thing that is done to our slides, by and large, is done here in-house by us. Yeah. From the design side, all the way through the fit finish, the only things, like I say, that we actually like rely on outside vendors for is the heat treat and the, uh, the blank nitrate. So... Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm kind of the same way. Total, total freak about, you know, control freak about everything. And and I would feel the same way. So I love that. And right now you guys are only doing uh, Glock and SIG guns, correct? Yeah. Now, the we are obviously heavy in the SIG market. We've got, let's see, I think we've got 12 or 15 different variants. Um and we've got more on the way too. So, you know. And the variants, yeah. the variants are for the P320 and the P365. Yeah. And more bleeding towards the P365. Right now, we have both top and not top for the X, XL. And of course, we did a double XL weight slide. It's actually, at, at least when we released it, it was larger than anything you could get in SIG. So, and just over a four inch barrel, longer slide. And then, of course, when we made the flex frame, we made a frame that fit it also. Now, the double XL slide will fit other people's script modules, all the factory secret modules, but it gives you a longer slide, gives you a longer barrel, higher velocity, and of course, a longer sight radius. No matter who you are, a longer sight radius can make you a more accurate shot if you, you do your part. So, mm-hmm. now on the, on the Glock side of things, um, we do some. Uh, cosmetics uh, on the Glocks, but we are gearing up to start production on integrated top slides for the Glock. I know that there's a couple out there on the market. I think LFA makes it. I'm not sure if Palmetto State's in the game yet, but I've heard rumors they are either are or going to be. Mm-hmm. But I remember it was about a year ago now, today, that we had made integrated Glock top slide posted a video on the internet and that we got busy doing a whole bunch of sick stuff and we never developed it. And then what it wasn't a month or two later, we see that product jumping up uh, from other manufacturers. So there was uh, a certain level of uh what's the saying? Copying is the yeah. best yeah. form of flattery or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we we were proud of the fact that other people thought it was a viable idea so much so that they too uh, started making as well so mm-hmm. but i'm actually i'm looking yeah. i'm looking at the integrally comped slide now which i have to say you know everything set aside like integrally that word is such a freaking tongue-tied weird word oh <laughs> dude i'm telling you right now we uh we went and we just call them ic yeah they're ic yeah. because when you're trying to keep track of 15 different variants um just on the p365 side mm-hmm. we currently only have one 320 slide, but we are, and this I won't say this is a, a spoiler, but we do have plans to actually introduce a similar amount of 320 slides over the course of next year. Mm-hmm. So every so often there will be another slide drop um, on the 320 side. Mm-hmm. Well, they're still in development, but um, can't argue with the fact that as a platform, 320, it exists going to continue for a long time, especially with the Army picking it up with that M17 and 18 contract. So we're going to we're gonna do what we can to help those customers as well beyond the single slide that we currently offer now. Nice. 
it's interesting how, you know, things used to be, it's, it was all about Glock. And then I saw that, you know, the industry kind of shift over to the Sig P320. That was like kind of like the new Glock. And now a lot of people are making aftermarket parts for the P365, which is completely different from the Glock 19, Glock 17, and the P320. It's obviously much smaller. But would you say that, you know, like in your opinion, has the P365 kind of been the like go-to micro compact concealed carry gun that everybody uses? Yeah, there's no question about it. And from a business perspective too, if you're getting into the firearms business and you want to try to make something that's innovative or fresh, one of the issues or one of the challenges that you face when you're using Glock as your base platform, mm-hmm. well, they've been around for 25, 30 years. The aftermarket world of Glock has exploded. I mean, if you look back at the past decade alone with the um, the surgeons of Zev, with the surgeons of like all of the major companies that support Glock, these guys were truly brilliant. They've come up with some of the absolute best stuff for that platform. And if you're sitting here in 2023 thinking, well, I'm going to do something new and innovative, that's already a pretty pretty fleshed out feel. And the other side effect of it being as popular as it is, there has been somewhat of a race to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go buy a Glock aftermarket slide for $150 Black Friday deal, or you can get a barrel. I think I saw last week or week before last, I got an email blast. They were $19 a piece. Oh, wow. So yeah, there's not a whole lot of meat left on the bone if that's the world you're going to operate in. Mm-hmm. With a P365, it's a relatively new platform. It's only got a couple of years on its belt. But in that short time, it has proven time and time again to just kind of fit most needs. And with the addition of the, the aftermarket support, it's going to just continue to grow and grow and grow. You can take that P365 FCU, you can drop it in one of the small compact offerings from SIG and have the you know a very lightweight standard capacity, we'll say like 10, 12, or 15 rounds. And you've got a great little concealed gun. You can also kind of go nuts and go all the way to the other end of it and use like one of our double XL grip modules and put a real long slide on it. And you fill it by and large, you know, close to a competition gun. Mm-hmm. There's back plates, there's optic cuts, there's entire slides that are big. triggers. I think um, Tyra Tactical. Tyra Tactical just uh, released their new uh, uh, new trigger for it. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of pop, a lot of buzz going right now. So, like I say, from a business perspective, there's still a lot with this platform that can be used as a basis for innovation. Whereas with the Glock, there's been a lot of work done and kind of really tightens up the field of what can you innovate that hasn't already been done. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I'm taking a quick break. So, guys, for SIG, the catchphrase is Peaches Loves Thanksgiving. And if you know, you know, uh, I gave some details in the last episode for the SIG giveaway. And then also taking another break, talking about Mantis.
Mantis actually was just playing around with it using the app, the X10, the Mantis X10 with the app. And there's actually like a little drill on there where you can practice drawing from your holster and it tells you exactly, you know, the time. So it times you because like, let's face it, if it's taking you, you know, more than a few seconds, like you should probably find a different alternative. And I used the Sig Rose fanny pack with along with my Sig Rose and I was able to do it within two seconds, some under two seconds by the time I was able to draw and like point and pull the trigger. And it was really pretty helpful. And you can do this, you know, depending on how you're carrying, whether it's in the fanny pack, which this was my first time practicing, so I wasn't sure how it was going to go. Or if you're carrying, you know, on the waistband or maybe even flashbang holster or um, belly band or anything like that. You know, regardless of how you carry and if it's comfortable, you still need to practice. And Mantis has you covered with this. So another really great Christmas gift would be like the X2, if you don't want to spend a lot of money, all the way up to the X10, which is the newest. Um, and then they also have the Laser Academy, which is also like a, a little kit that includes all of the stuff that you would need in order to practice, you know, with shooting techniques and, and shooting accurately. And that ranges anywhere from $150 to $99. So lots of different options. Check it out, mantisx.com. Let's talk about the, what is it called? The thumb throttle. Yeah. So that is one of my favorites that you guys make. And this might be a stupid question, but essentially it's the trigger guard, right? It's the, the yeah. little throttle attaches to the trigger guard. And so is this something that let's say, you know, I love my Sig Rose and really mm -hmm. love the look of it. And it's just, you know, is this something that if I wanted to keep the Sig Rose, could I just change out the trigger guard? No, unfortunately, not. all at least to date, all of the additional uh, grip modules that are out there. If you were going to use a, uh, a device like our thumb throttle, there are companies that do make them but they all attach to the rail that exists on the uh, current frame that you've got. The, there's a company out there, I can't remember the, who's the producer, but they produce the gas pedal. Mm -hmm. That gas pedal is designed to work with a pre-existing frame that you already have. Thumb throttle is part of our trigger, um, and it only works with the flex frame, mm -hmm. unfortunately for you. Now, the upside is that if you wanted a standard trigger guard or you want it with the flex frame, you can actually swap those parts in and out in just a couple of minutes. Pull the gun down, take a couple of uh, fasteners out, pull the trigger guard, drop in the new one, put your fasteners back in, you're off to the races. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I asked that because I know that there's going to be a lot of new people listening to this episode, at least I hope so. And yeah. I'm thinking that that's a question that might come up. You know, but either way, like that's what's so great about owning any P365 or or really, you know, the P320 or anything like that, having that fire control unit. Now you have so many different options. So you can just the fire control unit, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, is the actual serialized portion, almost like the internals of the gun. And you pop that out. It's all one complete piece. And then you can put it in any frame and then add any slide that you want. So the options are endless. And let's say, you know, if you guys wanted to start doing competitions, but you're like, man, I don't want to spend like another $700 on a gun. 
you could always do, you know, like pick and choose different parts and then also add some shallow text stuff and really kind of customize it to what you love and, and what works best for you. So there's that. And then if they, yeah. if they don't want to do that, like you said, you also have complete packages. But those get those are a little bit more spendier, but it's kind of nice because, again, just kind of like, you know, building your AR. Yes, it's going to be more expensive, but, you know, you can kind of pick and choose. And a lot of the options are a little bit more high end and, and easier to use and easier to shoot. Yeah. And with the flex frame itself, you said something there that like it should be our slogan. If a customer wants to make change, currently the uh, all of the offerings that are out there, and there's a lot of them, mm-hmm. but they're more or less whole. You know, if you want to enlarge your Excel style grip, you buy just that. Cost you anywhere from 250 to 150 bucks, you know, depending upon which one you get. If you want to now make a smaller version of it, you got to kind of go out and get a whole other one, whether it's another 250 or another 450. It's like, you know, that's a pretty big ticket. I, with the flex, now you can kind of mix and match. So like if you want to run a full-size gun for your, you know, your range day, you can drop those components on. And when you want to go back to concealed carry, you know, on Monday, pull the magazine housing off, but on the smaller one and change the slide out, kind of have both. And it affords you to buy in at a lower price. So you're only buying a call it a $70 component as opposed to buying a whole other $200, $400 frame. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're just trying to give everybody the option. And also, look, I'm not going to lie, gun people absolutely love playing their stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, they, you just, they, so we're, we want to capitalize on that. We want to give them something to actually take apart, come back together. Not to upset any foreign companies that may agree with this, but we literally call it the Lego gun inside, you know, internal because you can mix and match and put this part with that part, just kind of grow your own. So, yeah, absolutely. Changing it up a little bit. So, let's go back and talk about some of those wallets. And I'm assuming these are the wallets that your friend was making at the time that you met him. His name it was Matt, Matt, right? That's his name. Yeah, Matt, uh, Matthew, and Travis Brewer. Travis was the one who commissioned. He wanted them for um, his uh, business down in uh, Florida. And they, the two of them come up with the design. And it's much like some of the other hard wallets that you see advertised at the beginning of the YouTube video. So they started making them in house. Uh, they use a uh, aluminum outer casing and a titanium spring on the inside. Um, and then, of course, any Cerakote color you can think of. Don't know exactly how many cards it holds, but I'm gonna say it's like ten or fifteen cards plus a you know a small lot of cash. Mm-hmm. Um, they do not come preloaded. You have to put all that stuff in it yourself. <laughs> Darn <laughs> these! I'm actually just oh. I'm looking at them and like they look really cool. They're I mean they're definitely kind of masculine. I don't think I could pull one off, but I I mean I guess if you seracoded a certain color or put a print or something like that, but. What I'm thinking is like this would be the perfect gift for, you know, for somebody for Christmas. And it's just, you know, it's nice and simple and kind of sleek looking, but also really rugged because I can't tell you how many guys, you know, they pull out their wallet and it's just like, whoa, how long have you had that? Because it just gets so it just, you know, it especially if it's leather, I mean, it gets messed up in no time. 
And so, all right, is the really... camera on? Like, <laughs> have you seen my wallet? Am I taking personally? I know. And then, and then you ask them, you're like, how long have you had it? And they're like, oh, I just got it like a year ago. And you're like, okay, well, it's, I mean, same reason why I don't really care for leather holsters either is because like, yeah, they're nice and comfortable, but like they lose their form sooner than later, unfortunately. So. Yeah, no question. And, and as far as the design philosophy or how that wallet actually ended up like looking, the, the idea was they wanted to keep it simple. They, they, they just wanted it to work and last forever. The, the, a lot of the wallets that are out there right now they have some sort of like, you know, I don't want to say gimmick, mm-hmm. but like the button on the side, cards flip out the top, or there's a, you know, an emergency GPS responder bottom push or whatever. You know, cool. But it's a freaking wall. Like yeah. it's supposed to hold credit cards a month. Yeah. It's, that's it. So that's the philosophy that they used when they were making. They just wanted to make it so you could drive over it and not worry about stuff inside. Yeah. Of course, if you do drive over it, we have a, a warranty policy that pretty much means you can uh, get it repaired or fix it. That's handy. All right. So wrapping up. So if anybody is interested in any shallow tech products, what is the website? And then you guys were also kind enough to give us a code to use that gets us 15% off. Yep. Uh, Shalotech.com is our uh, current website. Of course, we are available at some other distributors. Well, we're near. Uh, we just got picked up by primary, but I don't think we're currently at the site as of today. But uh, Shalotech.com and uh, the AF15 for 15% off. Anyone listening to the podcast, you can go on the website AF15 for 15%. Awesome. Moving on with the rest of the show. IWI. IWI. So Tim, you have quite a bit of experience with IWI, given that you've been in the industry for quite a while. What are some of your favorite products that IWI makes? The interesting thing about IWI is like how old I am. I go back to when it was IMI, um, uh-huh. <laughs> and then they changed IWI. Yeah. Um, oh, like an old school Galil is probably one of my favorite AK platforms, and I may take some heat by calling it that, but like all true AK guys know that the Galil is an AK. Mm-hmm. Um, the charging handle be bent up. Um, you, you know, when you're talking about the, the you know, the manual of arts, how do you brought that gun? It definitely changed it. You're either an AK guy or an AR guy. Yeah. And the Galil is kind of like, it's the middle ground between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Galil Ace that's out now, I'm definitely showing my age here. I love the gun. Absolutely enjoy it. Shoot very well. They do all the things that you ask it to do. And I love the, the left-hand side chart. Yeah. Um, fits me, fits me very well. I'm uh, left-handed. So it's kind of like they built the gun backwards for me. So it's the left-hand version of an AK, mm-hmm. if, if you will. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. I couldn't agree more. So the, I own the Galil Ace pistol. And well, mm-hmm. I guess now I SBR'd it, but it is by far one of my favorite guns. You know, it's hands down. I'm like, yep, you got good taste. So as you're talking, I'm like, I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, it's nice. So I have mine, uh, chambered in 762 by 39, but you could also get it in like 556, 545 by 39, and then 762 NATO. 
and just a ton of upgrades, just really smooth shooting. It's just, it's a lot of fun. Check it out, iwi.us. Use the code GUNFUNNY15, all one word, and you're going to get 15% off any accessories in the web store. Nice. Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's political AF. The shameful suspension of Vince Rickey's permit. You've probably seen the video of a shooting that occurred in L.A. on November 4th. Vince Rickey was coming back, I think, from like working out. It was the evening. Two masked men jumped him and pointed guns at his chest right in front of his house. Uh, and then they also, you know, attempted to rob him. His first thought was the danger to his wife and the baby inside the house. He dropped his coffee cup and pulled out his pistol and shot at the criminals. He had a concealed carry permit and the suspects fled the scene. The entire incident was captured on his security camera, showing he clearly acted in self-defense. No injuries were reported in the area after, so, you know, who tried to rob him is unknown. It's pretty clear-cut instance of self-defense, and no charges have been filed against Vince. Yet, the police recently visited him and revoked his concealed carry permit. Vince said that L.A. criminals came to my house pointing guns at my chest after successfully defending my home and family and my five-month child. California now has uh, decided to end my Second Amendment. What possible justification could they have? So L.A. County Sheriff's Office cited his quote-unquote yelling at LAPD officers upon their arrival as the reason for the suspension, which, okay, this could very well, you know, maybe they exaggerated it and maybe they didn't. Maybe he was yelling. Either way, it's not illegal. Obviously, I would advise to be courteous to an officer, especially in a high-stress situation, but again, you know, you're not required to do so. And under those circumstances, it would be very hard, I guess, not to be yelling simply from the adrenaline rush of that kind of experience. I mean, again, we weren't there. We weren't in that situation. Who knows? But either way, it's not justifiable to strip him of his, you know, concealed carry permit and Second Amendment rights. It just goes to show, I mean, California has such a disdain for for guns. And I also have to think that it's kind of like a retaliation because they don't like a successful self-defense story in L.A. being in the news. But... I don't know. Hopefully this guy lawyers up and if he hasn't already and he's able to fight this because it is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I've watched the video and the only crime that I saw was wasting an $8 credit card. Right. Because <laughs> you know, if he got this in LA, it had to have been $8. I get it. I lived in New York City at one point and like what you pay for a cup of coffee is, you know, is criminal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's just, it's so crazy. It's, you know, I really do. I wish this guy the best of luck. And, and I really hope that he gets some good lawyers because that is absolutely just ridiculous. It is. This segment is brought to you from Rose by Sig Sauer. I'm here with Cheryl, who is a member of Concerns of Police Survivors. And we met at the Rose Retreat in Nashville. And carrying on with the interview that I started, Cheryl, what were your favorite parts about the retreat? 
there was a lot of them. Um, they treated us like little princesses, you know. Um, I, Yeah, they rented out a couple of places while we were there, and they took us there, and we got to dance. Uh, they had music, mm-hmm. and there was uh, food. You know, they fed us, and it was just really great. I had a great time. Yeah, the food was amazing. I felt like because normally I don't really eat that much. I'll probably eat maybe maybe something small for lunch. And then like dinner usually is like a fairly big meal. Typically mm-hmm. skip breakfast. And I'm like, wow, like every meal that we had was like full on, you know, huge spread and they didn't cut any corners. And so they definitely fed us well. And then even like at dinner where we had like some some of it was like buffet style, but they had like all kinds of different food. So like, you know, they had like a little bar where you can make your own pho. They had pizza. They had like hamburgers and stuff. They had a huge charcuterie board. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, you name it, they had everything and it was Mm -hmm. really good food. And then the dancing part. So I have to ask, did you know how to two-step before uh, you did the lessons? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm protected. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm from Colorado, but I feel like when everyone was going to bars and learning how to two-step here in Colorado, that's when I went to school in New York City, and they just don't two-step as much. <laughs> so <laughs> so I kind of missed the cutoff for that. And then I'm also not the most coordinated, and yeah, it was, it was even though it was just two steps, I mean, it was a little bit of a struggle, but it was so much fun, just like having it everyone was a lot the of fun. Yeah, like having everyone on the <laughs> dance floor and like it being predominantly women there was no guys that you had to worry about. And like, it was just, you know, it was just fun. Yeah. I have to ask, like, have you used your P365 or any other than since the retreat? I have not. I had it delivered to a friend of mine that's with Baytown PD, but he also has a gun shop. And so I went down there to pick it up. And his father was there when I was when I was picking it up. And he was like, oh, my gosh, that is a great looking gun. That is so nice. And so he had some bullets for me and stuff like that. And um, so I took it home and I said I was going to go shoot it at some point, but I haven't done it yet. So, yeah. Well, it hasn't been that long, I guess, since the retreat and I get things happen, but it would definitely be pretty nice to, you know, just to practice with it and continue to be proficient. And especially mm-hmm. because you just never know, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully there's yeah. never a chance that you have to use it, but it's always good to have more knowledge and be able to protect yourself than, you know, than the latter. So, yeah, I know there's a few women that I've spoken to and because we got kind of like a sort of somewhat rare rose because ours is engraved as the Nashville skyline. And I guess it has a guitar on the top and then, you know, it says 2023 on the side. So it's like you almost kind of hate to shoot it (laughs) because you're like, this could be a collector's (laughs) item. But it's yeah, I have I've shot mine. Then I know you haven't shot your gun that much or you at all, you know, since you've been back. But do you think that this retreat helped kind of build your confidence and made you a little bit more comfortable around guns and, and using them? Definitely. It definitely did. Yes. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, Cheryl, wrapping up with this interview, you're part of the Concerns of Police Survivors. Um, because you lost your son uh, while he was on the line of duty, which I apologize for that. And obviously send my you know sincerest uh, condolences. But if anybody wants to get involved, what is the website for Concerns of Police Survivors? Nationalcops.org. 
National Cops. Or, yes, or you can go to concernsofpolicesurvivors.org. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I do appreciate that. And if anyone else wants to know more about Rose, head on over to sigsour.com forward slash Rose. And there's info for retreats, uh, Lena's trainings. Uh, you could join the community Facebook page, all kinds of goodies. So definitely check it out. Caldwell. Right now, they have a huge Black Friday sale going on. Hopefully it continues. I know that the show is going to come out Monday, but I have to believe that, you know, on Monday, usually it's Cyber Monday. And so the stale, you know, will continue, if not, maybe get a little bit better. I mean, they have all kinds of stuff on sale right now. I looked and in total, 142 items are on sale. Some of them up to 50% off, including hearing protection, steel targets, they have their 8-inch gong and range kit that I recently posted. It's on sale for just $57.49. The Claymore Target Thrower, which is normally $329, is now just $263. So really great time to stock up on you know a lot of that stuff that you'd put on your range, as well as Ear and Eye Pro targets, you know, paper targets, all that other stuff that you may not be using outdoors right now, but you can enjoy right now like at an indoor range. Check it out, caldwellshooting.com. Remember to use the code GUNFUNNY10, all one word. I don't think that it's going to get you an extra 10% off. It might, don't quote me. But either way, they'll see. And just like the Gators promo, they'll know that I sent you and it's greatly appreciated. Caldwell, back from my smithing days, yeah. they used to get these uh, these guys coming in every hunting season without fail. They always had these damn cannons. So it'd be... 300 wind mag, uh, 7 millimeter mag, like stuff that just wasn't necessary for, you know, where we were hunting. Mm -hmm. The state of Florida has, you know, deer that are the size of Chihuahua. So like you just don't need that much going. Yeah. But they never wanted to sight of it. So like every oh hunting God. season, I would get us just a racks upon racks of all of these hunting guns that I had to take out and make sure they were sighted in, correct, at least get them on paper. And if it were not for that Caldwell lead sled, I wouldn't have a shoulder. Like he was brutal, absolutely brutal. But that lead sled so got so much recoil that it made the job doable, or I maybe even a little fun from yeah. time to time. Yeah. So don't know if that's in any way helpful, but that's that's my uh, that's my Caldwell experience, and I all sure mm, nice. Tactic talk, discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. Today in Tacti Talk, federal fire stick approved for hunting. Back in 2020, federal premium introduced the biggest advancement in muzzle loaders, probably since the innovation of the percussion cap in 1807. The federal fire stick is a self-contained powder charge and cap that you load without removing it from the container. Being self-contained gives it water resistance like a modern cartridge, yet it's still a muzzle loader since the bullet is separate and loaded through the bore. This takes the issue of getting the gun wet, like when hunting in the rain, out of the equation. After you close the breech with the fire stick inserted, you load the bullet from the muzzle and seat it against the charge like any other muzzle loader. With the popularity of late-season muzzle loading hunts, where it's often rainy or snowing, 
This new style of muzzleloader is definitely a big deal. It gives hunters a lot more confidence that their shot will, you know, actually work when they go to squeeze the trigger instead of just a click. And then the game running away while, you know, the struggle to remove a dead charge from the muzzle. And then, like I said, the really cool news is like it's approved for use in muzzle loaders during the hunting season. And I think these muzzle loader only hunting seasons are approved in 25 states, including like Minnesota, Kansas, and Pennsylvania. And then more states are expected to approve it for use next year as well. So, you know, good news for people who uh, who like to use muzzle loaders or again, just kind of want that edge over the competition by using a muzzle loader and increasing your chances of actually being able to hunt and getting something. Smith and Wesson. Do you have any experience with Smith and Wesson, Tim? Yeah, yeah, I'm a big Smith and Wesson fan. Back in the day, we, if you wanted a, I'm a left-handed person, so I shot a lot of pistol left-handed. And if you wanted a gun that was convertible or truly ambi, mm-hmm. the Smith and Wesson MP was pretty much the only go-to from the big, you know, from the big manufacturers. I've probably put tens of thousands of round downrange to it at a P9. Absolutely love it. And when they came out with the five seven, it was. Like it was just an easy transition for me, so I've got a couple of uh, cases downrange that I five seven as well. Absolutely love them. So they're just great guns. When you say completely ambidextrous, so I'm assuming that you switched out the mag release on the other side, which you can do. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then they were one of the few pistols back in the day that had an ambi slide release or a slide stop, so you could it wasn't something you had to change. It's all both sides regardless, and all you had to do was swap the mag release around. Since then, I've grown up. I've learned that I'm right. I adopt shoot right in, but I can't say enough about the pistols. So those things are, they were just terrific. Um, and they've been picked up by practically, you know, every law enforcement agency from top to bottom. It's some, you know, some role. So yeah, you got to give it to spend the lesson. They really knocked it out of the park with the MP. And that's saying, that's not taking anything away from any other manufacturer. It's just a very well thought out design. It's got legs. I mean, it's still going today. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you guys want to check it out, head on over to smith-wesson.com. Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome, as f- Never mind. AF. Stranger for Thanksgiving. Back in 2016... Wanda Dench from Arizona sent a text message to her grandson inviting him to Thanksgiving dinner. She had the wrong number, though, and Jamil Hinton responded saying, you're not my grandma, and sent a selfie so that she knew that it was true. (laughs) Wanda then asked him to stop by for dinner anyway. He stopped by for dinner, and they had a great time. Reports of their Thanksgiving went viral, and ever since, they've been friends and made it a yearly tradition. Wanda even got her first tattoo at 65, and her friend Jamil went with her to get it. This year, they teamed up with Airbnb to offer a room in Dench's home for someone else to share in the tradition. For $16, a note to 2016, when the tradition began, the booker will share the experience with them this year at Wanda's home in Prescott. 
Dench says he hopes that this uh, inspires others to have similar experiences and create new friendships like theirs. Meanwhile, a movie about the unlikely friendship is potentially in the works, but obviously not confirmed. But I love this story. I think that, I don't know, I always I always felt bad for anybody who didn't have a place to go for Thanksgiving. And I'll admit, like, there were some times where, you know, maybe being in college or just in certain situations where I wasn't able to go home or like after my mom passed away, the family kind of split up a little bit and it wasn't like it used to be. And it was pretty depressing. And growing up, my mom, I mean, for her, it was like the more the merrier. Like she always just like invited anyone and everyone. She had a huge, big heart. And I just remember like having so many people in the house that there wasn't enough room for everyone to sit at the dinner table, but it was just like a big party and everybody would just be like, sitting on chairs and couches and whatever. And it was just so much fun. And so that's what I grew up around. And then when I didn't have that, it was like really depressing. So now, you know, with having 23 people come over as I'm cleaning my house today and ran out this morning to get an extra uh, turkey breast because I'm, you know, I always freak out that I may not have enough food and hopefully this turkey breast thaws in time. But it reminds me of my mom and I'm kind of just happy that she like raised my sister and I around that and that we're also just like open our arms to anybody who doesn't have a place to go and then also just likes being surrounded by friends and family because in my opinion I think that there's nothing better than just you know sitting down sharing a good meal with people that you care about and just you know having like tons of people around and that laughter like you know if I were on my deathbed I feel like that's what I would want I would just want like a good meal surrounded by lots of people that I loved and cared about and lots of laughs and I don't know. So even though it's stressful, I am looking forward to tomorrow. And I know that this show is going to come out after Thanksgiving, but, you know, with Christmas coming up, hopefully this encourages you guys, you know, if you know of anyone or even military, anybody who, you know, might be in your state that doesn't have family to go home to or they can't make the trip home, like extend, you know, extend a hand and invite them. Because I just think that, you know, the world needs more kindness. So, but then again, ask me how I feel the day after Thanksgiving. And, you know, (laughs) no, I'm kidding. I actually, thankfully, I arranged to have my cleaning lady come Friday morning. So I'm like, cool, because I'm I'm super like OCD, clean freak. But I'm like, you know what? It's good because then I don't have to worry about the house getting messed up. I could just like, you know, keep telling myself it's fine. The cleaning lady is coming the next day. And I am extremely thankful and blessed that, you know, I can afford a cleaning lady. I mean, I worked my butt off to get here, but it does make it easier and much nicer. So, Tim, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? I'm, believe it or not, going to be at the shop. So, no, it's not a bad thing. It's actually kind of interesting to talk about, like, having a spirit of community or camaraderie and sharing space and time with, you know, those around you. Yeah. I'm sending the family down to Florida. Uh, this is actually our first year out of state. Uh-huh. Um, so everybody we know still is down in uh, down in Florida. So I'm sending the wife, the kid down there. They're going to do all of the the traveling around, meeting all the family. And I'm going to stay here and actually kind of keep the shop going. And when I told the when I told the boss about it, I was like, hey, I'm going to do these things. He, like, it, there wasn't hesitancy. He was immediately like, no, uh, you're coming to the house. You're having dinner with us, you know. So I got it. Got a second family, if you will, mm-hmm. um, here at the shop. But uh, that's my plans. 
also ask me how I feel about it. I'm afraid. Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting that you talk about the uh, the family like that. Man, I remember growing up and there was always a kid's table. and There was always, you know, cousins and uncles and family that you hadn't seen for a year. But somehow you always managed to make connections and get around the table yeah. once or twice a year. And I think that's something that's, uh, at least in my experience, that, you know, is missing. And it's getting harder and harder to put those things together. So okay. I agree. Hats off to you for making that. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. It is kind of weird how, you know, it's becoming kind of like it's not really like a lot of these traditions aren't really traditions anymore. And I don't know. I mean, I get it. You know, work needs to get done and, and I work my butt off. I mean, even right now I'm in pain recording this show. And I'm like, well, I'm so, so sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I appreciate you. <laughs> Do, I appreciate you making time the day before Thanksgiving. But even now I'm like, OK, the show must go on. But like, I still think that there's something to be said about, you know, just taking a break and like realizing what's really important in life. Because at the end of the day, like it's nice to be successful and have nice things. And, you know, trust me, I mean, I've I have this brand new huge house, brand new car. Like I really have worked really hard to have what I have. But at the end of the day, it's all just stuff, you know, it's we're not taking it with us when we die. And the only thing that we really are taking with us, you know, are our experiences, our education, the memories that we made. You know, that's always going to follow us wherever we go. You know, so if if your house and car and everything burns down tomorrow, you know, those those things you'll still have. So that's, I think, what's most important to me. I agree. All right. Franklin Armory. They're also having a sale, but also I received an email from a listener and he was like, hey, have you seen the sale that Palmetto State Armory is having for binary triggers? Normally, like an AR trigger, it would be $4.99. And right now it's on sale over at Palmetto State Armory for $2.99. I think now is a great time. As much as I want to be like, yeah, send business to Franklin Armory, I think that they'd be fine with me telling you guys that there are sales going on all over the place. So if you couldn't really afford to buy a binary trigger before, now would be the perfect time to, you know, pun intended, pull the trigger and buy one. And again, it would make an excellent Christmas gift, as, you know, too, from like that that firearm lover. But they're so much fun. I just, I don't know, especially in an AR, it's, oh yeah, there's anything better. So check it out, franklinarmory.com. If you are buying something on their website, don't forget to use the code AVA, that's A-V-A, and you're going to get 10% off. You know, with all the exotic triggers that are out there nowadays, for all of the different ones that I had installed back in the day with gunsmithing, Mm -hmm. Franklin Armory was the one that never gave me any problems. You know, whether we're talking about other reset, you know, force reset triggers or different variants. Yeah. um, There was always some kind of like, tuning or tweaking that needed to be done franklin's were dropping like across the board it didn't matter the platform whether it was an ar or an ak 1022 they always seemed to just work exactly the way they were supposed to right off the bat so hmm, that's to them. yeah definitely now it's time to wrap up so itunes reviews i had accutech on my show i think two episodes ago 
And Felipe was nice enough to uh, give away a AccuTac bipod, which is, you know, it's a nice high-end bipod. And I said, all right, we're going to do a little giveaway and it's going to go to the first 10 people that write reviews. And you guys have come through. Your writing reviews, I really appreciate it. The two reviews that are on the show today that are going to be added to that drawing is Durf B Tactical A-Hole, titled Best Podcast Out There, Five Stars. Love your show. I am in the market for a bipod. I have a cheap one that I bought at a gun show in Pennsylvania. He gave me some good information on where to go next. Love this show. Thank you. And then next is Ryan R26, titled Awesome Eye-Opening Podcast into the Gun Industry, Five Stars. This podcast has really opened my eyes to new companies and interesting people in the gun industry. I love the discussion. It's by far one of my favorite podcasts. Thanks for all that you do and the great content, Ava. Well, thank you guys both for those two great reviews. And if you guys want to find any of my info, check out my new podcast, Pew Pew Panel. It's definitely taking off and I'm really proud of it. Although I have to laugh. Today I was looking at the comments on Eric's channel because he posts the the YouTube video on his channel as well. And some guy was, uh, let's see, what did he say exactly? I got to pull it up because this was pretty funny. He said, uh, I'm not interested in what a girl has to say about guns. And then somebody commented, then don't watch. And then I commented, of course, because it's really hard for me to keep my mouth shut. Uh, especially when he, you know, like when he talks crap about women. Because, I, I mean, me and a lot of other women have fought very hard to be taken seriously. I said, maybe we should do an episode where we get all the haters on and we sue who can answer the most questions about guns. I feel pretty confident you'll respect more women moving forward. And so far, he hasn't answered. And then another person was like, this girl's in a nitwit. And I, I asked him also to come on the show as well. So we will see. Uh, stay tuned for that. But I would love to have an episode where all the haters get on. And yeah, it's me against them. And I think they're going to quickly find out that I do know quite a bit about firearms. <laughs> that is going to be the best show. I just, I can't help it. But I, again, I mean, I've, I'm not to say, like, I, I will fully admit when I don't know something about guns and I've had lots of guests where I've asked them questions or I'm like, hey, this might be a stupid question, but what if this or, you know, whatever. But I've been in this industry now for 10 years and I consider myself pretty knowledgeable. So it's one thing to not listen to me just because I'm a female, which I think is kind of dumb. And then also to call me a nitwick, well, at least have some info backing that up. So, yeah, I mean, I can't help it, you know, stick up from what's your background. Uh, what's your background with like Call of Duty and different video games that are out there? Oh, well, I have no experience. So awesome. basically, That's, uh, yeah, you should definitely have them on and you should definitely ask them gut questions that are only related to COD and the video <laughs> games because I guarantee you they're. 90% of their information comes from that yeah. and not from actual experience. That's hilarious. That's actually a really great idea. Yeah, I should yeah. really do that. It's a good idea. All right. Well, yeah. If you guys enjoy the show and you want to support it, consider becoming a patron. You could do so by going to gunfunny.com. Click on the support the show link. And there's also a link in the show notes as well. You also automatically get entered into a drawing to win a $300 gift certificate from Blown Deadline. You could do an awesome Cerakote job. And then $5 and up Patreons. If you're a Patreon after three months, you get a Patreon-only patch. It will never be for sale. 
Also wanted to thank the $25 Patreons who are Sake Holsters, Daniel Treadwell, Keith Callamore, Daniel Lee, Nick Theodosian, Tristan Smith, Melissa Ridings, and William Knave. And then, of course, King of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. And Tim, thank you so much for your time. Remind listeners once again what Shallow Tech's website is and what that code is for 15% off. I really appreciate the time you spent with me today. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure talking to you. It's great to meet you up in Kansas. The company is shalotech.com and the code is AS15. So, so shalotech.com, AS15. And that's AF as in Ava Flanell 15. Uh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and I will talk to you next week. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.